fun. Welcome to season three, episode eight, the 63rd installment of the Perlow podcast. Top 10 list from the South Carolina Low Country. Joining us tonight is Adam. Evening, Sean. I am your host, Shane. And also tonight is the Gold Club influencer member of social media. Thousands of likes on his tweets, Mathis. I mean, just spitting original ideas and truths out there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> ideas that he came up with on his own. By myself, no help. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm changing lives one, one tweet at a time. It's not rules. Kids at home, you want to know why your teacher fails you for plagiarism? Well, what Mathis is doing right now is exactly why. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I think yeah. it's disgusting you're trying to take credit for Mathis. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't believe like You're the guy that, like, copy and paste somebody else's work and, like, takes full credit for it. I can't let you do such a thing. I'm disgusting. kind of disgusted. Disgusted. <laughs> imagine, imagine sharing personal experience <laughs> with somebody. They turn it into thousands of likes. <laughs> Uh, imagine having the hey, imagine having the guts to put out what you really think on social media. That's <laughs> uh, to be that fearless. For those, for if you go to just underscore ol underscore coach on Twitter, you will be able if you scroll through his recent tweets, you'll be able to see what we are talking about tonight's topic for the Perlo podcast: best things about the 1990s. This was inspired by the new documentary that you can watch, I believe, on Hulu. Um, among other things, is documentary series, and it talks about the uh, what is it? What, what's the dark the exact side of the nineties? The dark side of the nineties. I'm halfway through the first episode about trash television. That's a good one. It is. It is so far. I'm impressed. So I'm. So if you uh, uh, when you're done listening tonight, go to Hulu. What, what's the original show? Channel it's on Vice. Yeah, it's 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 a Vice. Yeah, I think it was Vice, on Vice. Vice and Hulu have gotten like a partnership together yeah thank which, 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 which vice does a lot of good stuff that yes it does they do a lot of good things well just a lot of like cool shows too. in every single video they do i would you show it in school yeah i agree <laughs> um what's that one shot the most expensivest that's a good show that's where Jesus and miro Jesus and miro got their start there there's some good shows on there yeah. on Vice. they did an amazing they did an amazing q documentary like it's a ama- it's it's fascinating is it better than reno 911 well nothing's better than reno 911 i, mean, <laughs> I gotta watch that <laughs> but it's on like Paramount or Peacock or something. I don't have those. NCAA tournaments going on, boys. Who did you pick to win it? I picked the Zags because I didn't know any better, and I haven't watched an ounce of college basketball this year. But I watched I watched Duke tonight, and I don't know that they're uh, they're going to get it done. I that don't number, think that's going to be that one. number five for them is freaking good. He's a yeah, freshman. he is. But they almost lost to Michigan State tonight. Yeah, Michigan State though is always going to be good in March. So that, yeah, 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 but Michigan good. State's not that good. I was just watching the game. Uh, I picked nobody. This is the first year I've n- not done a bracket. Wow. Interesting for an American. I, just, I have Arizona. I watched them play. I, I stayed up till like 2 a.m. to watch the Pac-12 championship last Every year I realize more and more that football is really the only sport I care about, and I really don't give a rats about anything else. So you don't care that the Gamecocks got swept again? Not, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, Speaking of just, Gamecocks, horrible move by the Gamecocks this week. Like that, the greatest so- coach in school history. I didn't know they fired Don Staley. Of sports that have higher TV ratings. <laughs> wow. That, you had to dance around that one. You were walking the tightrope there, my boy. First of all, we just talked about the great women of the great women of history last week, which, by the way, a lot, a lot of fem- – all seven female listeners to the Perlow really enjoyed that podcast, which I – thank well, you all for your time. 
if we're talking about sports with higher TV, like you would probably say the greatest coach in school history is the equestrian coach or Ray Tanner baseball, but like, we're not considering them. It's, it's, it's football <laughs> or men's basketball. The only two profit wielding sports. Hey, uh, real quick related to last week's episode. Did CC make it all the way through and here? No, he quit before the commercial break. Oh, he so he quit before me telling him he was going to quit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I said that to him. <laughs> hey, hey, he, he, he was very upset. He's like, y'all need to stick to what you know. Like there, yep. there was a lot, there was a lot of like, uh, like male, like toxic masculinity that came out of that. That people were like, "You're hard." Like I can't believe you guys picked this topic. It's terrible. We got like, the, sorry. We, we tried to honor women. Stick to the sports. Yeah, me, yeah, me, me, yeah. Stick to dribbling. Is that what we got? <laughs> yeah, we got. <laughs> yeah. Stick. yeah, my my cousin Kate though. She sent it me like as soon as she saw it come up. She's like, "I love your, you love your podcast." I was like, "That's great. Appreciate it." Yeah, thanks. So, the one, Listen, the one, everyone deserves to be honored, including people that lived in the 90s. We are the definition of inclusive here at the Prolo Podcast. That's what we are. I would agree. We're really just running out of ideas. Unless, the, hey, unless no, you like, or not, I got a whole hey, list. Hey, unless you like potato chips and Reese's, in which case you can go jump off a bridge. That's really where we're at with it right now. That's our line. I'm separate, though. Separate. Potato chips are good. Reese's are not. Together, they're both bad. <laughs> oh. I love to slide that in there because Reese's suck. City, shout out. Oh, also, real quick, shout out to St. Peter's, the biggest upset in college basketball history. Some would say it's not because they weren't a 16 seed, but the argument was made on uh, Friday morning, and I agree with it. UMBC was outspent by Virginia five times in men's basketball. St. Peter's is outspent by Kentucky by 12 and a half times. So if you go on a financial aspect, it's the biggest upset in college basketball history. Well, how are the Kentucky people handling it? That's what I want to know. They are unwell is the best way I can describe it. I watched the game with a Kentucky fan, and she had her face over her hands and kept saying, this is so embarrassing. And I was I watched, standing uh, up and cheering. I read an article today where they were talking about Kentucky fans want to fire Calipari because at the end of the day, like – he every single year brings in ungodly talent. He's only won one, and these things keep happening to them. Yeah, the last well, time they were in a Final Four, I think it was 2015. The Gamecocks have been to a Final Four more recently. And Frank Martin was fired, but Calipari still has a job. Well, and you're, and you're spending twice your state's GDP on his salary. Like, I mean, realistically, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, a, it's a problem for Like, Kentucky Eastern right Kentucky now. doesn't have electricity, but Calipari's getting just buku. And, and what's funny is that's who's, that's who's paying for his salary is the coal the – coal, um, uh, friends of yeah, the friends of friends of Cole who pay for a salary. I remember when uh, they were talking about Mark Stoops getting a raise so he doesn't take another job. They're like, the coal coal industry will come up big and make sure he's paid. This is uh, totally unrelated, but I have the tournament on in the background of this right now on mute. And re- why does Rex Chapman? Why why is he on television? Did you see what he did yesterday or the day before? Where you talking about a guy being dead and the yeah. guy's very alive and works with him? Yes, yes. That was my favorite thing. <laughs> like, our, like, rest in peace, Pete Gillen. And just, they're like, we're with Pete Gillen, alive and well. <laughs> he looks like the Kmart version of the guy that used to play piano on David Letterman. Yes, yeah, Paul. <laughs> Paul Schaefer, yeah. yeah. He just looks like a methed out Paul Schaefer. Dude, stick yeah. to making funny tweets. Or just I don't will, do it. I will tell you though, man, the NCAA does a lot wrong, but March Madness, man, like they do that is a well run system. Like well, the more I the more I watch them, like, man, they do a good job. Like that the, it is it is compelling, even if you don't care about basketball. Here's a problem like, I have. It really is. All right. So Thursday and Friday, it's four games every time slot, right? 
When you get to Saturday and Sunday, it's one game all the way till the evening, and then three games, three games. Why can't it be two, 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 two? Because yeah. they hate us. Yeah. I'm convinced that sports media hates fans ever since they moved the national title game for football to a Monday night. I don't oh hate that to Monday. I think it's okay on a Monday. No, it I drives hate, me I, insane. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes, well, it, it's you, awful. You got to remember, if they put it on the Saturday, they're not going to win because that's when the NFL's playing. So tell the NFL to move. Everybody the, move. The NFL don't move for nobody. The NFL is done – NBA used to own Christmas. Well, guess what? The NFL is playing games on Christmas now, so the NBA is getting – they got hammered in ratings this year. And it was like Colts-Browns or something. Again, go to Roger Goodell. You know, let him take you into a dark closet. Make whatever deal you got to make and then come back out, man. Make it happen on a Saturday. Like, it absolutely oh. should take place. No. Uh, city probably shout not good, Probably not a good with Deshaun Watson in his current situation. No, no that people, Hey, 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 women in Cleveland, I'm saying now, that that thing right there, the vitriol and that thing, I, I'm glad I'm not making those decisions. That is tough, boy. You should get an 88-game suspension. Ben Roethlisberger got four, so he should get 88 if you do the math. I love – I do love when Fid's a homer. I really do. Like, I, it's like, so fair. fair. <laughs> it's so fair. We need to move on before we start talking about Joe Paterno. City <laughs> shout-outs, Seneca, South Carolina. Appreciate – <laughs> appreciate them tuning in Albuquerque. if you're the person listening from seneca don't <laughs> albuquerque new mexico oh that actually is a great place shout out to my friend kyber if you're out there oh well, i thought it might have been bugs money ogden i, I hate you <laughs> ogden utah tuning in um hope your name's not spelled we're skewed with the lds community yeah we yeah. are <laughs> yeah the, the mormons love us man it's impressive yeah. that's why i said lds because i know they love us Ladies i think as byu was included on a notable mission of college football <laughs> programs or something and manitoba canada manitoba canada tuning in i'm not sure oh. why but they are they're enjoying their free health care that's what they're looking at they're, they're they looking are at enjoying free health care and bagged milk <laughs> hey, we had bag milk in elementary school. I don't want to hear nothing about bag milk. I'm not gonna. I'm not here for the bag milk slander. Rochelle did. You lived in notable hell. omissions of the best things about the 1990s. Do 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 do. Wishbone. I that too seemed off, but I am very <laughs> wishbone. Yeah, I, I'm very much. There, there is a large swath of America that knows their literature because of Wishbone. And well, and good for PBS. PBS used to be strong with children's television. They hey, really man, were. they got Daniel Tiger now. You stop. <laughs> Daniel watch. Tiger's good. My nephew is very pro Daniel Tiger. Yeah, we watch that a lot in our house. Yeah, Daniel Tiger's yeah, not bad. But, but, but the heyday the heyday was Magic School Bus, Wishbone, and uh, Ghost Rider. Arthur. Ghost Rider. Word. Yeah. Speaking of Magic School Bus, Miss Frizzle can really bench. She can bench a lot of weight. Oh, she got 225 up. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Oh, Next God. notable omission. Two times at the combine. <laughs> <laughs> Next notable omission. June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. Is that the that's the documentary thing? With it's the, the documentary, but I'm speaking about all the events from that day. Hey, I'm a Nick fan. So I'm a super. So I'm all about that date. That was uh, yeah. That was. I was I, I, you were watching the Bronco Chase. Like I remember, yes, like, we were captivated by it. Yeah, I, I was, was sitting on the stairs. I might as well lived in a different time period. I remember yeah. sitting on the stairs behind, you know, like the little like um, like prison cell like post you got on your stairs, watching it through that sure. on the TV. Yeah, and the Simpson trial, man, that was like again, that was a 
that was an event. We watched the verdict on TV at school yeah. and nobody had a problem. Instructional so time in the 90s was not a thing. Yeah, third I grade, we did out. that. Yeah, exactly. No, be- There was no bell-to-bell instruction. <laughs> I don't think my teachers did lesson plans and had a million meetings. Also, I don't remember observations. Well, yeah, we, we, we watched Fox and the Hound one time for like a week. I mean, because in class, <laughs> like 45 minutes. Yeah. So like, yeah. you only watched part of it. I had a teacher, this wasn't in the 90s, but I had a teacher in high school one time. He clearly just didn't want to teach us World War One, So we put on the British show Blackadder Goes Forth with Mr. Bean in it and the guy from House for a week, and that was all we did. And then he just picked up with the Great Depression. I got to be honest, World War One is boring. World history class is the boring class. It's hard. Um, I'm not going to hear that slander up anymore. I, Let's just go on to the next I hate one. it, teacher. <laughs> that curriculum sucks. Last notable omission – the book series Goosebumps. Yeah, dude, at a book fair. Yep, I own all dude, them things. Hey, my I remember my dad one time got tired and he just gave me a check and I had like a blank check to take to the book fair. I'm telling you right now, buddy, <laughs> that is the closest. That is the closest to a VIP section I will ever get into in my life. Like I walked in like like I could hear, like I slow walked in like I'll be taking one of those three of those by the way hey you know why don't you throw in because i'm spending a lot of money why don't you throw in a couple slap bracelets while you're at it just so you know to get it all done together so yeah three slap bracelets (laughs) oh all right let's get into the top 10 list mathis is number 10 i'm surprised this ain't higher starter jackets did y'all own the the charlotte hornets starter jacket pittsburgh steelers Uh, and state nitty lions no, I had like a youth Hornets jacket that I wish I still had because I could sell that to some spindly teenager now for like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I f- I feel like everybody down here had like because that was when the Hornets had the Hornets. Too. Yeah, when I was a fat boy in nineteen ninety five, that would fit some ninety pound girl in Carolina now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what, hey, that's when the Hornets had Zoe Morning and uh, Larry Johnson and, and Muggsy Bogues, and like they were and they had just kind of come on the scene. But everybody had that like that awful green and purple jacket. That or they had like the starter jacket, like the the Cowboys with that giant star. Nineties were huge for team. Hey, the color teal hit it big in the 90s. Let me tell you that. Ain't no doubt. But like, this, I mean, I'll say this the starter jacket, though, warm, that was one of the warmest jackets on the planet. Like, it was absolutely, like, you would never be cold. You could go out in like sub zero temperatures. It was very warm and it made a lot of sense at, in Pennsylvania recess where they shoveled the snow so you could play basketball and run sprints on the, on the heart, on the pavement. Also, here's a picture of me and Muggsy Mogs if you look into your camera. I was commenting on that to you. It's, uh, <laughs> he's a tiny man. But I was going to protect the innocence by sending it in the chat. (laughs) Go ahead and read that real quick. Let's read the chat. Don't read it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) And innocents are protected. My boy Wayne. Uh, Yeah, my boy Wayne's in that. Well, they were protected. We were at the, that was at the Chick fil A Classic. Oh, the classic. Yep. They are, yep. The classic. I slung a lot of a lot of chicken sandwiches to a lot of pissed off people at that moment. <laughs> and that's no longer at R E for whatever reason. It's not. There are a lot of reasons we won't get into on the pod. Number 10 for Adam. Life without the nightmare triangle. Dude, life pre-nightmare rectangle was awesome. Like you have to explain. What is the pre- cell phone, man? The nightmare rectangle. Oh. Oh. I remember, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know what you meant. Phone. I, remember I said triangle. Were thing. Like, I remember when my mom got her first flip phone. It had that like big brick. Like it had that huge battery on the back. Like I thought it was the cool. I thought she was like a stockbroker. There was nothing wrong when the cell phones were just cell phones. When all we could do was text on them and call people on them. 
it became a nightmare where it's you can see like the endless stream of information constantly at my fingertips that I'm insanely addicted to now. Oh, I can already figure out your list is going to be literally get off my lawn. That is a hundred percent. My list is a little boy's list because I was nine when the millennium happened. Yeah. Like that's again, you don't remember. See, I think it's funny. Like we could text on them. I'll tell you now, there was a time you couldn't text on them. It I was remember, in a bag. Yeah. It was in a bag tied to your cigarette lighter. And also I remember when I was in high school, text cost 10 cents. So you would not, you were not allowed to text. Hey, or, you, or if, they were cheaper. They were cheaper after eight. Yeah. Hey, yeah. If there's <laughs> if there's a kid here, remember free nights and weekends. That is a thing. Absolutely. Free nights and weekends was a thing for your friend and your parents. You would wait till nine. And you just like, yep. please God wait, and then finally get on the phone. It was it was a thing, man. And uh-huh. God forbid you. Ra- I knew people that ran up thousand dollar overage and roaming. Remember when roaming was a thing? Yeah. But uh, two yep. two two Gams point. I think we were all. It was a. It was a much more innocent time, and you know what? It was probably more fun because you did interact with people face to face more pre-smartphone. I, I would, I, I would agree with that. But well, I think it was just like, it's a hey, great we're going, addition we're, to our life. It, it, it's basically it was like, hey, we're going to go roam this neighborhood, and it was just be back at around dark. Like yeah. there was no, and I mean, I don't mean to like Mayberry this thing, but that was really nice. Yeah, it it, it was. I remember that. And you would just go ride your bike far and be back before dark. Yeah, just come home. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You were, you were trusted. Mom members. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine for Adam. Walker, Texas Ranger. I remember watching Dude. that with my grandparents all the time. Eyes of, of the Ranger are upon you, my friends. <laughs> uh, that show and a lot of USA shows like Nash Bridges uh, were big. In, in Andrews in the 90s, and I yeah. have very fond memories of Walker, Texas Ranger, of him hallucinating like a Native American medicine man. And things like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somehow Chuck Norris became some kind of Indian during that particular time. Like, I don't know why. Like, he had a dream catcher above his bed in that yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, it's. He I was a karate how- man and a policeman all at once. <laughs> And he had that you know thousand yard stare, and then he started selling the total gym, and that was uh, you know with Christy Brinkley, and uh, things went south. But yeah, Walker Chase Ranger was a lot of fun, man. That was also I almost put on there that sitcoms that shows before reality television that shows were like I mean, we, shows we were better. You could have just done a whole category on '90s family situational comedies. Yeah, yeah, like, and we, we could might. Just, I'm gonna add that to the list. Yeah. Like we would have had a debate over where uh, married with children versus family matters ranks. Yeah. <laughs> step by step. Uh, very interesting that you chose that one. I was, not a that T- a I, I was not a TGIF fan. I was not, I did not do that. You that was not awesome. people. Step yeah, by I, step, day by day. I spent my Fridays at freaking Macedonia High School watching some form of sport as my father coached it. That's where I was every Friday. So I didn't get a chance to watch those things. Number nine for Mathis, Disney movies. That's a good one. I thought Dis- about putting yeah. Disney had a hardcore renaissance in the 90s. Like, that's when Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and, you know, Lion, Lion King. King. Lion yeah. King. Oh, see, I was thinking you would go, like, Smart House. No, Those it was Disney like. Channel original movies. Yeah, but that's what I thought you were going with that. I don't watch Disney yeah. as a kid, so I'm just catching yeah. up on that stuff now. No, you watch the Weather Channel as a kid. <laughs> just a little kid eating Correct. honey in front of the Weather Channel. <laughs> and NASCAR. Yeah. Oh, 
God, but Disney Disney movies really like those those Disney musicals were really like a big part of being a kid in the '90s, and they came out and every like every one of them hit. They went like through a string where like none of them were bad, like none of them were bad, and it was and it was really a time when it was cool. And what's funny, those things still hold up this day because my daughter lives for them, and it's again they're quality quality movies came out from Disney during that time. Well, that was still the era of, like, summer movies mattered. Like, you had to make a movie that your entire family would go see. Certain, certain. I mean, Robin Williams and Aladdin was – that that in itself, that performance is next level and holds up. Like I said, the funny part is you would think that those would be – as we have moved into computer animation, that those would have aged, and they really haven't. They still I hold up. I don't like the computer animation. <laughs> I want them to get back, back to hand-drawing animation. Yeah. I can appreciate I can appreciate both, but I get what you're saying. I understand. Also, the music by uh, Alan Menken and his partner they were they did they wrote some really quality like songs that made top forty charts from children's movies. That was a big thing in the '90s as well. Soundtracks I mean, in general making top forty. Would like, you remember say what, that that's happening now with like Frozen and stuff like that? Yeah, but it started back then. But you look at I mean, eh, okay, the, okay. Hey, remember in the '90s like Titanic had a t- like. Whitney Houston had a top yeah, ten bodyguard soundtrack. Like yeah. soundtracks really put out like they were like they were a big part of music in the nineties. How about Footloose? Uh, how about uh, that was an All Star by Smash Mouth? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight for Mathis, the Atlanta Olympics. Oh, okay. That really, I, I would argue that that was the the culmination of Atlanta becoming a, a major major city. I would argue that. I, I would remember when remember when the cheerleaders spelled out welcome y'all on the like on the like in the opening ceremony like that was the first time i remember like the south really got put on yes. stage yes. like and, and, and like they and the atlanta olympics were distinctly southern like they were selling you know elephant ears on the side of the road but i do remember that's the first olympics i remember being that i personally remember being in america like I don't remember. Like that's the first one I remember being here. And suddenly, USA gear was huge, and it was a good Olympics. Carl Lewis set the uh, you know at thirty five won another gold medal um, for long jump, and then Michael Johnson wore, wore the gold shoes and yep. set the uh, won the double. That yep. was the thing. And then he and Donovan Bailey started talking trash to each other. Yep. I'm sure they were both roided to the gills. What was but, the, uh, uh, what was the decathlon guy? Dan Gable. Yes, yes, yes. He was on the weeding uh, box. And remember, they did the big campaign of Dan versus Dave, and then Dave didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> no, my bad. I lied. No, Dave made it. Dan didn't. That's no. what it was. Was it? No, Dan one Gable of, was the champion. One didn't make it. No, one Dan, Dan Ga- guys, Dan Gable's the wrestler. It's Dan. I was about to say, Dan Gable was like the head wrestling coach at Iowa, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, not, yeah. What's the guy's name? Dan, it's the, it was is it Dave Johnson? One of well, anyway, they did the big they did the big thing of Dan or Dave, and then in the trials, Dave, one of them didn't make it. And like O'Brien, like, O'Brien, 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 yes, and Dave Dan, Dan O'Brien and Dave Johnson. Yeah, it was a, that was a, it began '96 in Atlanta was. Then it also had the big, you know, you're a real the, crap Midwesterner for not knowing who Dan Gable is. <laughs> <laughs> but I also I'm remember, a Kale, the, I'm a Kale Sanderson guy. <laughs> so you're like that right there. I don't know who that is. Hey, by the way, shout out to our to the Big Red Machine. His nephew won a national title in wrestling uh, this past week. Oh, cool! Go ahead, him. Fantastic! That's, that's awesome. awesome. What school yeah. is he at? Uh, Nebraska Kearney. Heck um, yeah, dude! Yeah, that's, he won- that's awesome. 
he made nationals. He finished like number 12 in the individuals, but they won a national title. So he gets a national title ring. Um, so congratulations to him. That is um, fantastic. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you talk about the Atlanta Olympics being like your first, you know, American, whatever. I would argue the 94 World Cup would be that first memory for me. USA gear and all that stuff. Yeah, my dad was from my dad. We lived down here, and John McKissick said that soccer was communist, so nobody watched it. <laughs> that is correct. Number eight on Adam's list, we'll see later on Mathis's list. Number seven for Adam, Seinfeld. Seinfeld's good, dude. Like, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna tie that in with Mathis's number seven, the rise of cable TV. Yes, that's a that's a good joint right there. Seinfeld's like. It still prints money for Jerry Seinfeld to this day. Yep. First of all, the, and also the fact he owned every bit of that show. He oh, was the yeah. executive producer. The no director. one would invest. Yeah, like he, yeah, he, uh, and Seinfeld was great. All of must see TV was important, although I hate friends with a passion. It's, I um, am not a person either. Good job. Yeah, like it's, but in Seinfeld though, like it, it really was the first time you saw, like, it, this, you saw somebody take, comedy shows and turned into a television show because it was a show about nothing but i put rise of rise of television cable television because suddenly there was always something on like you know in, in previous times you had maybe 20 channels suddenly with satellites and cable there were like hundreds of channels and there was always a game on there was always something you could watch which leads us directly to why you can watch hdtv and somebody knocking down a wall every second of the day if you want to yeah you can yeah you can watch somebody knock or, or somebody cook every second of the day. Yeah, you I would can watch people with ridiculous budgets that don't exist in real life buy houses that don't exist in anywhere yeah, let, near Let's you. not get started on uh, Property Brothers and yeah. the things that happen on yeah. that show. I, I was not, I didn't, I've never walked into a house and gone, you know what needs to go? That damn wall right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've never thought that in my mind. Not one second. Like, that wall got to go. That happened at our house. house. We're like, we got to lower the bar. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we we're the in bar. the process of looking at houses right now and every house i look at i'm just like all right i gotta buy the one that requires the least amount of crap done to it that's <laughs> right right cool. that's why you want to yeah. buy that's why i want to buy new oh i want to buy something that was built last year during the pandemic and people weren't paying attention to it that's right, right, right. Hey, but but i will tell you a phenomenon that comes from cable television which i don't know if y'all have done this but the guide, when you're literally watching something, but you're only watching it in the corner of the screen as you scroll through the guide for something better to watch. Correct. Like it's like a, yeah. it's, it's like a, it's like a game to like, can I do better than this? It's like you're trading it, like trading in like a girlfriend. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Interesting choice there. Yeah, it is. It happens. That's, that's how you, you're, you're good. You're good with the one you would so you can trade up. I love you, honey. Love you so much. <laughs> Thank God she doesn't listen to this. She's not listening. No one's listening. There are five people. Number six. <laughs> Number six for Mathis, the evolution of rock music. I'm guessing we're talking like Nirvana. Grunge, yeah. And, and yeah. grunge, yeah. Yeah, well, well, grunge then becomes like mainstream. Like you look at like, you look at, and even rap starts to become more of a part of it. But you look at the idea of grunge, you go from hair metal into grunge. And then that just, and then that goes into alternative. And then yeah, great that brings. This is what brings you Nickelback and Creed. Well, and then it, it gets you, you know, B's favorite genre, genre which is new metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah. But, but, but part of that is too, though, and with our previous one is MTV becomes a thing and suddenly, yeah. you know, there's that band image. It's not enough to be good at music. 
you have to be good at the image of it because Nirvana is kind of the bridge from the bridge that goes from Guns N' Roses to where we are now. I think you have to look at how grunge pulls, how Nirvana pulls you through that. And even though you could probably make the argument that Smashing Pumpkins might be even a better band, um, like you go through and think about how music changed. The 90s to me feels like probably the largest growth of music in our t- in in our lifetime, I feel like. Because I feel like now you get kind of generic, but I feel like in the 90s, you still have some of the older stuff that then moves into what we currently have now. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, and also it, it goes with the rise of the internet that I'm sure we'll talk about in this. Like music is getting even more mainstream, like all forms of music are. Well, and also, and again, it also becomes more freeform too, in the sense of you don't have to have a label. Like, you know, you start to move yourself into MP3s. People can drop music, whatever they feel like it. You know, you can make an album anywhere as opposed to being controlled by like five people in LA. Yes. Right. Which is what it had been throughout all of the, uh, the 80s. Remember how exactly. mad when they started like Napster and all those things started? How oh, mad yeah. them, like people were getting like, this is crap. You shouldn't be able to do this. And it's like, that's because the, the monopoly you've had on music is now gone. Do you remember the Metallica, mo- guys, the Metallica guys like Lars Ulrich being on TV? And yes. Like, we, yeah. we don't have all of our money. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> can, can, can we take a moment of silence for all the computers that died from the viruses caused by Napster? LimeWire. LimeWire. Lime right. <laughs> God, hey, you remember like the personal computer? You sit there, and, like you're downloading something, and then it gets a virus, and your pa- it's like your parents' computer for work. That's a and bad you know day, my friend. We're That's gonna add LimeWire Napster. <laughs> We're gonna add LimeWire Napster to the notable omissions for this episode. That's how right. mad is That's how mad is the the, the the Napster guy? Like that dude made a ton of money, yeah. and then it was like it was like he made a ton of money, and then he got sued for what literally happens every single day. Today. It's literally <laughs> all the all the. All media is now where everyone's just getting it for free was his life and he got screwed. Sean Parker is his name. What is he doing now? Investing in Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I watch I watch the social network. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. First president of social network Facebook. Good for him. The next uh spot on our list is Adam's number six, and it's Pokemon. Pokemon. That's Pokemon. And in the late 90s, if you were like below the age of 10 that thing was on that's not me or mathis but it is you so go ahead and elaborate well i mean there's no point to like what is (laughs) there is literally i will say this it became a part of the it became a part of the zeitgeist in a way that we had not seen before you can drink if you like yeah Um, damn it you got it it, it it was from japan have another But yeah, what's funny about Pokemon, but Pokemon is forever. Like, remember we had the Renaissance of Pokemon Go that just hit. Like, it's it something about small creatures encapsulated inside of you know balls is amazing. Like, people think it's, it's like real. it's like Mario. You know how Mario is around forever. Yes. Pokemon, Pokemon, it's the one of the nineties. And Pikachu still holds. Like P- Pikachu is still a character that people know. It's the and, one like, that people's moms know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would also argue that anime that anime in this country starts with Pokemon. Like maybe, that maybe Pokemon was a bad idea then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it wasn't a good thing. Maybe it shouldn't be on the list. Hey, I, I'm sure this didn't happen for the colonel because where he went to school, but I know this. When I was in school, people were wearing those like button-up Hawaiian shirts with like anime characters on oh, like, no, them. Absolutely. Oh, Kids no, still wear those today. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. 
He's still a yep. huge one. Dragon Ball Z. There you go. That's but, a safe, uh, safe no. one to go with. No, that, that is that did not happen. If you, if, just so you know, if you wore that shirt, you were not a popular kid. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> um, we don't need to, we don't need to go too far because that might get us into some of our other podcast <laughs> beliefs. Thank you. Uh, I just want to throw this out there that um, Sean Parker from Napster is also involved with Spotify, and um, I don't know how I feel about Spotify anymore. Hold on, before we move on to this, how much like the original games were Pokemon Red and Blue? How much money did those make? I have to look at it. Oh, up. T- time for our favorite segment of Pokemon Podcast. Red and Blue. I, I, had to, I had to segue in. Money. That. How much money did they make? All right. It's at, it's saying how to make money on Pokemon Red and Blue. All right. Pokemon Red and Blue um, uh, profit. Oh, I found it. They've sold 380 million copies worldwide. Sweet. So more people than there are in the United States. That's awesome. 2.384 million with no inflation. 3.5 or 2.3 billion with no inflation. That sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes a little bit more sense. Sorry. (laughs) It did it in millions, but then the number is a thousand. So it threw me off for a second. Yeah. 2.3 billion, no inflation. Good for them. Yeah. Well done. Well done. (laughs) Yep. And that. Would wipe out. Wait, how old were y'all in 97? How old were you? 10. 12. 10? 12? Yeah, y'all were definitely not down with it in 97. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is a good time to pause, I'll let you get a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Perlo Podcast. We're talking top 10 things about the 1990s tonight. Number five for Mathis. If you've never went here, you haven't lived. Blockbuster video. Oh, God, I regret not having that on my list so much. Dude, hey, hey, I'm going to say this. Blockbuster on a Friday night trying to go and make sure you got that brand new mm-hmm. release of Universal mm-hmm. Soldier. That is a thing, man. 15 copies on one slither, and you'd run in there, and you would hope one video is behind the box. Hey, and remember this. Remember when they did the big shift from – it was the first real-time shift in technology you could see because it went from VHS to DVD. Like, you had both at one time, and then, like, VHS went out the door. But kids today will never know the pain of the rental fee. And having to – I agree. Hey, talking about about DVD, talking about having to pay the rental fee. And if you kept it for more than like one day over, buddy, that's an extra three thirty-five oh, a day. Yeah. They also, how, how did your block? Our trip would go. We'd go in. We'd get the new release. Might get a video game, which you got the rent for like two weeks in, instead of in three 64, days. Yeah, right yep. there in the front next. To the, yep, and yeah. then you go to the candy bin. Everybody gets to pick a candy. You probably grab a yep. thing of popcorn. Maybe sure. a, maybe a, 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 a twenty ounce Coke, and then you go to the thing. You spend fifteen dollars. You go home, have a great time. Yeah, well, absolutely. No, my parents were not down for us spending money on candy in theirs. We we did it big, you know. We live as we, we if it was a trip to Monster Corner, that meant that meant that was including a pizza stop on the way home. So we had we took oh, care of that. The Little Caesars the, was right next to Blockbuster Video for us. We didn't have a Little Caesars. We only had Pizza Hut and Domino's. That was it. Yeah, and no, there's, there's, yeah, there's there's no delivery. But um, our big thing was remember then at one time when it was kind of, when Blockbuster was still trying. They, they then told you for every new release you got, you would get one from the middle sections, which was like the older movies. 
you could get two basically. That's what they always told us. Like was like a dollar or something. Yeah. And so the problem was you had the movie you wanted, but then you were like, okay, then I got to go. And, it, and I would spend, I know I spent 45 minutes and you get caught in that thing of trying to find something that's somewhat watchable. And so you get like, you know, critters three. I was going to say, you end up with, le- you end up with <laughs> leprechaun. Yeah. Leprechaun I love I, back in the hood. Yes, I, yes, I, yes. I, I love leprechaun. I love those movies. I, my, my brother's not watch them constantly. It's They're amazing. Horrible. See, we always ended up with trimmers. <laughs> King, we, King Kong was a fan favorite. Um, Child's Play was also one that we enjoyed. Oh, oh, oh or another one, the awesome power movies. Always was, enough in there. Was the middle was the middle section all horror genre? No, but pretty much, you know, like really bad comedies of like what about Bob? Like that kind of thing. Whoa, like, whoa. What I'm not hit, no, there's gonna be no what about Bob hate in this podcast. <laughs> We're not doing that. Or like what was it up? Gone like with Joe Bob. Pesci and Danny Glover. Richard Dreyfus? And Bill Murray? Dude, Gone Fishing sucks. <laughs> what you say? Gone, Gone Fishing sucks. What a horrible movie. What a horrible film. Hey, what does not suck, the, the Great Outdoors. No. The Great Outdoors is an underrated film. Chet, man, that, you know, the, the old 96er, that's one you want to make sure you not get a that plate, but fat and gristle. <laughs> oh, that is such a great, a Kick great ass line. Kick-ass <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dan Ack- Dan Aykroyd, another underrated actor. But uh, no, blockbuster. Underrated actor who's totally insane now. Um, yes, absolutely. best best Dan Aykroyd role. Ready, one, two, three. Um, Blue's the guy. Bro. No. Um, the guy Zelensky. Zelensky auto parts. Oh, yeah, the auto Ray Zelensky, the auto parts. Yeah, king. he's yeah. in that movie for like seven minutes. But like Blue, like Elwood Blues, he's good. He's well done in that movie. You know, he's like four eight. fried chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Alien truther now and sells crystal skull. <laughs> yes, he does sell crystal skull vodka, and he will go Absolutely on any show out of his bucket. Oh, but yeah, blockbuster, blockbuster is a good time. There's still one left in Oregon. The last blockbuster, another good documentary. Excellent. Wow, I gotta watch that. All right, mm-hmm. number five for Adam is number four for Mathis. That a boy. Oh, he's doing it. Are you going to reduce it? Oh, he's going to do it. Oh, he's trying. You know what he's trying to do? Oh, there it is. It took him a really long time. Number 23 from North Carolina, Michael Jordan. Yep. I've been planning that out since you gave me the list. It felt right. It was the 90s. Hey, we've, we've gotten really good, much better now than we used to. Remember when we tried to do the episode with the theme songs? And it was oh, so terrible. God. That music went good, right? <laughs> yeah, that music was great. Better music well. Yeah, I, I, we got a better method now. It's called this microphone I bought and Amazon Music. Yeah, but see, hey, remember, did, I remember there was a lot of bull games on WGN, which was shown in South yes. Carolina. And for Cubs some games and Cubs <laughs> games. Yep. It's, it was a but, national channel because we got it. Yeah, but yeah. Jo- which, Jordan's bull, national Jordan's channel, bulls but it does show. No, Jordan's Bulls were the team of any sports of the 90s. Would you team argue of- that WGN, WGN being a national brand helped uh, the Jordan Bulls to where they Absolutely. are now? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, because, because I, I because I, you just played that song. I remember 
I remember the opening of the Bulls with yeah. that stupid bull, that digitized bull they yes, had yes. that was running through the streets of Chicago, uh-huh. and then it would get to this, it would get to the uh, United Center, and it would like explode, and then it would be him coming out. Yeah, dude, you could call it stupid, but that was cool back then. That was cool. It was, it was cool. And thing is, he won in dramatic fashion. He won consistent. He is, you know, he was the winner of the nineties. P- far more so than anybody else during it that started time. it started off with the cowboys but he took it over mid 90s yeah it, my, michael jordan was the biggest sports star of the 90s and is still relevant now but michael jordan and those bulls teams when they went when he came back from baseball and they won 70 but 72 games yes they yeah. they they went that was a tear i don't think we've ever seen well we ever. did the, the warriors won 73 yeah but they didn't win like that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, they, they won, but it wasn't like – we had never seen that before. Well, I think part of that, too, is they're in, in San Francisco, and we don't watch them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, tell me this. You tell me who on that, that team was the, the star power of that of that Pippen-Rodman-Jordan team. Steph Curry, so, Kevin Durant. <laughs> but it's not – but, but not was, as cool. There is no, no, they're no not as cool. Yeah, I would agree. They're not as cool. no winning this argument here because the Bulls are – truly like that's the iconic sports scene he was also the first one who was in everything like yeah and it's also that's also when teams were cool like steph curry and kevin durant they could have won 73 games as the grizzlies and no one would have cared because it's more about individual players in the nba now than it is teams also one yeah. thing i really love is those years that he was gone and the rockets won them oh like, yeah, yeah yeah but like everyone in the NBA NBA was like, now's our chance, boys. He's gone. And then the minute he came back. <laughs> the Knicks well, no, and Magic came up short. Yes. Well, and remember, the Magic was had, like, that was when Shaq and Penny, and Penny. were like, okay, they, they, might, they might get this done. And then they were like, nope, we're going to just implode and I'll leave and go to L.A. Yep. But, you know, Michael Jordan is – it's hard for people nowadays to imagine a sports star that nobody had a problem, like, that, that was untouchable. Like, nobody criticized him. Like, you know, I would, I, I cannot imagine what LeBron James would look like during that time if people didn't constantly have something to say about it. Like, you know, the, the lack of social media really makes Jordan unique. And I think it's hard for people nowadays to understand that because we didn't, we knew, like, we didn't know what, if we had known the gambling stuff we know now about Michael uh, Jordan, yeah. oh, there's no way he could survive in today's world. <clears throat> no way. I and mean, we just saw was Ridley for fifteen hundred bucks is getting a whole game suspension. There's no way Michael Jordan yeah. gets out of that. A whole no season chance. suspension, game, whole game, whole season. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's we don't. I, I but for a, for a kid in the '90s, and I wasn't. I was a Nick fan, so he crushed my heart all the time. But I, you got to admit, it's one of the big parts of the '90s is the Jordan Bulls. <clears throat> Agree. They are. I, I would say. I would argue. Yeah, they're the sports sports team of the nineties. Yeah. And the Braves could have been that because they were on national TV too. And baseball is really popular, but they just could not capitalize. But Atlanta is a cursed town. So, <laughs> <laughs> number four for Adam: Saturday Night Live. That was a golden era of Saturday Night yeah, Live. Yeah. And we've yeah. talked about that before on the show. But what's funny? We've talked about this too. Is that it wasn't considered <clears throat> in the time a right. golden. And now it's like the gold standard because it starts on the front end of the 90s with like Farley, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, uh, Sandler. um. And on the back end of the 90s, you got Will Ferrell and you got Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. And then Phil Hartman in the 90s at some point. Wasn't he there at that time? Early. Yeah. And then Tina Fey came along during that time. Tina Fey, late 90s. Started as a writer. 
Yeah, SNL in the '90s really was in. I was, was I was rolling, and I got hamstered, and so we, I just yeah. watched. We we picked up for you. We picked up for did you. Not. We did. Well, I just watched Nod the whole time, and now I'm pissed. Good ideas, but you know, like uh, you know, you know, again, Mathis just you know taking good ideas that come from somewhere <laughs> else, and then just. I don't know what you're speaking of. I don't know what you're speaking of. Um, I don't either. But but SNL definitely, and I'm not a huge SNL guy, but I do recognize the cultural importance of SNL and what it is, like and what it was in the '90s, especially, and it launched so many careers since then. Those people still exist today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mike Myers is making a new movie for Netflix this year. Mike Myers is such an enigma. And Will Ferrell is probably the greatest comedic actor of all time. Wow, that's bold. Mm. He's that's up there. Blue. He's made the most. He's probably made the most hit comedic, like laugh out loud comedy movies. Again, I I would love to. There's other arguments to be made, but it's a solid pick. It's as good. It's a, it's a very. I would good agree pick. with that. You could argue Sandler. You I'm, I'm, I would go, go Robin Williams all day with that. You could go with him too, right? But there's an argument to be made. Eddie Murphy. I mean, Eddie Murphy did. Eddie Murphy kind of fell off in the '90s and, and hurt his career. If he would have kept going, I think you. I would agree. Well, when, when well, he decided to make Family Company. When he made when he made Daddy Daycare and you know Haunted Man, when he started making Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dude, I like Doctor Doolittle. I know people made fun of it, but I thought it was a good movie yeah. when I was a kid. Of course, yeah, when you were a what? When you were what? A kid. That's right. What's well, a kid's movie? Yeah, but <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. That's what we want. Yes, I, mm-hmm. number three for Mathis <laughs> is also number eight for Adam. Jurassic Park, which has the- been a, which is a Perlow favorite. The seminal moment, of the, the movie that made me love movies, Jurassic Park, and it holds up to this day. Those effects, I saw also another day about it. Those effects hold up to this day, and it is still the most amazing movie going experience I've ever had. There's no, there's, it's not even, it's not even a choice for me. It is one of the best movies of all time, and they're still trying to make sequels to it. I'm excited about the next sequel though, because the original characters are coming back to kill. This is uh, the wrap it up one. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they say that, but we've heard that before. Like I said, I, I will never really the wrap it up one. I will never forget being in the theater and seeing that. Stu- the best effect in that movie is that stupid cup of water when the thing when it walks up and it's just boom, and you see yeah. that thing ripple and it steps yeah. again, and it ripples again. Like it is, it, it's it because they mix practical and it's also the first computer. I was about to say that the mix yeah. of CGI with practical effects makes that movie. Yeah, yeah, because you there's yeah. real texture to all those dinosaurs, and uh, my daughter watched it the other day. She thinks it's amazing. Like it's, it holds up, and it it is like I said, the movie that made me love movies. And as we all know, I'm a movie guy, and like that is the one. I point to that as the moment when I fell in love with movies, and that's why I picked it. It it's the all it's an all timer. It's one of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. Number three for Adam is also number two for Mathis in a different way. Adam says Outcasts. Mathis says The Rise of Mainstream Rap Music. Go ahead. Yeah. Rap music previously had been kind of on the outskirts or had been real bubblegum. Like, it had been real, yeah. like, you know, it had been more of, you know, rappers delight and that kind of stuff. Gangster rap and real, like, poet-style rappers. You know, Tupac, Biggie, guys who had a message and who made – music and it becomes part of what we, Machiavelli, I remember when Machiavelli came out and it was the album like that was you know that all eyes on me you know I really could have put Tupac and Biggie by themselves and probably would have been okay but you're right Outcast comes through 
rap music becomes part of everyday life and not just black America. It's, it's, main, it's, main, it's fully yeah. integrated mainstream. Yeah, I, it's it, it, it's hard for people to imagine now. There's a time when rap was kind of a basement thing. And now it is definitely, it's, you know, it's what music is. And it was not always that way in the 90s is really when that flipped. I just picked, um, I picked Outkast because they're so important to me as a band. Yeah. Well, also, all-time favorite musical group, and also they changed the dynamic of where rap comes from. Rap no longer has to be L.A. or New York; it can be from anywhere and be widespread and mainstream and like massively. Yeah. Well, to add love- to your to add to your point, look at the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Sure, and, and what's funny? Those are all those are all rappers from that from time that time. Exactly, yeah. what I'm saying because because <laughs> Eminem was coming up. Yep. At about 99. Like that was the yep. end. Like he, he yep. really became, and he was a rapper we'd never seen before. Yes. It was a white guy who was as good and no, nobody, here's what I'm like. He was a white guy that nobody talked about being white. Like, right. which was always, it was, I thought was funny. He had enough cred that nobody ever mentioned that he looked different than everybody else who was doing. It. Like Vanilla like, Ice. Was, yeah. It, no, yeah. No, nobody, like no Ice. Like but, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> what about Snow? <laughs> In Fall. <Informa. Informa. laughs> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> First of all, if somebody says snow you don't hit out if you don't start singing it it's a problem i would uh, agree i i will question you uh, number two for adam cartoons cartoons Explain. i'm oh. saying this is the gold like because the era where nickelodeon starts producing cartoons and the cartoon network is made yes the- i would say nickelodeon was much more subversive than people give it credit for Oh, dude, Rocco's Modern Life was not appropriate for kids. Yeah, they came out with a new um, season on Netflix. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Yeah, it's, hey. it's adult. <laughs> like, I, would argue, I would argue Hey Arnold's not great either. But also, not stupid, even just stupid cartoon, kid. But not even just like the Cartoon Network and the Nickelodeon. This is the era of The Simpsons. Like, yeah. The Simpsons get huge in the 90s. Beavis Stay and Butt. Family Guy starts. Family Guy starts there, like it's it's where like adult comedy or just really cart like animation being widespread mainstream television is a thing. Yeah, Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, <laughs> remember, well, yeah sure, a classic. Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, hey, remember, remember Space Ghost on Comedy Central? Yeah, Space Ghost was funny. Oh, hey, and South Park starts in the nineties. Yeah, South Park, South oh, yeah, Park. you're right. You're right. I would, hey, you can make the argument. You can make the argument that South Park is the most influential like our culture is, is the most culturally important cartoon we've ever had like uh, this is probably more so than them in college during the bush era i remember our political science professor saying there's three political parties and i was like oh this is interesting he said there's democrats there's republicans and then there's south park republicans and i was yep. like wow that's pretty good yeah they actually talk about them they're like called like south park libertarians now yeah they've they've yeah. moved away from the republican party which you can't blame them like, uh, I mean, just it, all of that. Like, The Simpsons is literally, like, the most influential cultural thing of the last 30 years. They predicted hey, Trump as president. Hey, well, that shout out to The <laughs> Simpsons. It's long- satire, and we live right. in a satire world. That's the longevity. The longevity of those two shows, though. Like, The Simpsons is still doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is- I will say this. South Park keeps making good, new, interesting things. The Simpsons needs to call it a day. Yeah, they they they've kind of played it out because because they're because hey, like, because they're on a network they're not they're not ever going to be as free as South Park is like right. they're never going to be as free to make out what they want to do. Did you watch South Park move to HBO? 
Did you watch the vaccine special on South oh, Park? God, it was so good. It was so, so good. good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but it was, that was also, if you look back, that episode, which was just made, I don't know, a year ago, is now outdated because then on that episode, they talk about everyone wanted the vaccine. Well, imagine if they made it, you know, we, they've got to update. First of all, all I know is I live with integrity every day. I live, with te- I live with integrity every day. <laughs> Number one for Mathis, <laughs> the internet comes of age. It's a good the, one. The, the personal compute, the, the the cost, the I guess financial freedom to have a personal computer in your home in the nineties is when that starts. And suddenly, suddenly every every home has a computer. And then it has the internet. And it starts out with AOL CDs getting measured, getting sent to you, and you get ten free hours of internet before you get on AIM. And then you know, see, kids they will never know the pain of dial-up. You know, that whole thing, yeah. Yeah. And somebody, yeah. somebody ruining your download by picking up the phone, like you know those kind of things. Um, AOL dial-up tone. Hold on, <laughs> we're gonna make a confession to Bob. Bob, you had you bought Callwave for our dial-up internet at the house for when we log on to AOL. I would sneak out of the house and turn on call wave by logging into the internet so no one could call the house and wake you up while I was snuck out. Very smart. Wow. That, 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 that's, that's next level. Thanks. I will tell you, I will tell you though, that's also the time when people started having multiple lines into their home. Like, because I knew friends who would get another phone line. Because I remember call waiting was a thing when you had a home yes. phone. Yeah. They, they got that because the internet wouldn't let you get on if you didn't have it. But, you know, I, I think the internet, God, just look at what it's done to us now. But, the nineties is really when it, the explosion of what it was to what it became from the nineties. And then even where it carries on to now, it was the dot com bubble. Yeah. yeah. Dot com bubble. Yeah, that all comes into this. I mean, all those internet. Y2K. Y2K comes from this. Yeah. Again, it's, and you know, it, the computer is a part of our lives every single day now. And, and we carry it around. Started. Sure. Hey, well, Absolutely. real quick. What did y'all do during Y2K? Nothing. Nothing. Just Not like, like here's here. So here's I'll tell you. On December 31st that night, I stayed up because they were doing like they were following all the um, turning of the you know over yeah. to 2000 in other countries. Yeah. So I I wanted to see what was going to happen in Australia, Japan, China, and then once I realized nothing was happening, like 5 a.m. I just went to sleep. The part, the part, the part I remember about Y2K was, and I couldn't ever come back. This it's like you know it's gonna the big thing because I was like I was roughly 16 was everybody's like you know you're gonna go to the dmv and ask for your license they're not gonna know because you know the dates have rolled over and you'll be 19 i like i thought myself people aren't gonna realize it's not 1900 like we're right, able right, to do, right, like right. are we are, are we not gonna be able to like think about this like and i didn't Dude, understand I, the planes fall from the sky like i didn't get it yeah like, i have a friend who his family sat in their basement during the millennium as an okay. entire family Okay. Like, oh no! Waiting to see what would happen, even though nothing happened in you know London he, or Paris. He or... told me that like two months ago, and I was shook by it. Like they basically like were ready for the bombs to go off, and then remember when that guy said the guy said the world was going to end on like May twenty first, like must have been two thousand ten. Yeah. I remember we we there were kids in my mom's school that withdrew. Like their parents withdrew them out of school. They were convinced they was gonna be like Mad Max on that date. And it was like it was bad. December 12, 2012, dude. <clears throat> yep. That that was one too. That was the Mayan ca- end of the Mayan calendar. <laughs> Whoever figured that out. And they're like, well, we were actually we were wrong. I was like, ah, this that was just uh precursor QAnon. That's all that was. Sure. Yeah. 
Number one for Adam, being born. It's big for me. That was huge for you. That was a big (laughs) moment. You could argue that. It's a big moment. Shout out to Nancy and Troy. Shout out to him. Some say a terrible idea. Some say an extremely terrible idea. <laughs> First of all, anytime, anytime a new colonel is birthed into the, uh, you know, into the world, the, the bigger question is, did they do it like in a hospital or was it done at like the sacred chamber of the bonesman or something? No, we just, did it all, you know, we did it at the big house on the farm, you know. <laughs> did you did the midwife get it out is that one of those yeah things? you know they, you know the midwives are there and then they rang all the bells and everything it was great <laughs> do they, do they make like a, do they have like somebody ride through on a horse yelling you know the colonel <laughs> is coming the colonel is coming his dad had his sleeves rolled up on his with his vest on sweating with his little yeah. towel came out and said adam is here joseph adam is here, <laughs> he's here. i see he's here can i introduce you to adam to joseph adam the third <laughs> which is a, a classic thing to do naming your child giving your child a different first name but calling him by his middle name yeah. <laughs> we shall call him joseph but we'll really oh. call him adam yeah. hey 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 are you the third is trip it's trip, I was a trip <laughs> yeah. third one. let's make every first or, school really difficult from now on trip or tray yes make for, listen my first grade teacher First grade PE teacher called me Sean, and I was just tired of it. So I said, just go with it. Just call me Sean. <laughs> I don't know why you have any problems with that. Mrs. Hogan. <laughs> what are Miss, I hope Miss Hogan's doing well. She was a good she's PE not. teacher. She had to teach you. She's not doing well. Let's, <laughs> she, she hides in shame every week. She's like, the kid was seven, and he had a cold sore. I don't understand it. <laughs> he, he kept telling me about the weather in our local yeah. town. He's like, you know, according to – you can't talk about cold fronts. It was so bizarre. <laughs> According to Jim Cantori Sr., he said we're supposed to be having a moderate rain here in about 20 minutes. Every time we went outside <laughs> to do flag football, he would talk about what the cloud was. It's a cumulonimbus. <laughs> it's a cumulonimbus over there. The bad part is back then when Fib was watching that is that he was literally watching that purple screen like the barometric pressure on it. The, <laughs> yes, pressure, so, yes. the pressure is 97 deciliters over five, you know, or something like that. To wrap it up, the most notable omission – is Napster slash LimeWire. Mathis's number one is the internet coming of age. And Adam's number one is being born. It mattered to me. Next week, we will bring our annual bracket to the to the podcast where we do the first two rounds in one episode. Then we finish off the Sweet 16 on another. We're Wait. currently deciding on which bracket we're going to use. The first year, we did fast food restaurants. And last year, we did childhood movies this year to be determined warzone as mentioned before we don't even play it only why i mentioned it it's been canceled it has it has it's been canceled because you know what i think about none of us really have the time to do it right now i do i think you know you say that but then you were getting booted every other game so i know i need a reminder on my phone i just need to set like an 18 hour reminder well it will send you an email there's a lot of quit there's a lot there's a lot of quit Contact us at just underscore OL underscore coach on Twitter. Or, You're probably a follower by now because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a famous. I'm a famous. <laughs> we like, we, we tend to call him <laughs> Mathis Kardashian at this point. Or let's be real. You already have all of our cell phone numbers. So if you have a problem with the podcast, <laughs> just text us and we'll do better. Get on Apple and rate us. <laughs> get on Apple and rate us and leave a comment. In fact, no one's listening anymore. So I'm just going to get on there and see if anyone has. 
Well, someone left a nice comment for you recently. I know. We read that before. <laughs> yeah, we did. I just think it should be read again. <laughs> the Perlo Podcast. There. Guys, there is another Perlo Podcast on Apple. What? It's called the Perlo Podcast called Perlo Construction. Nope, 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 nope. They have six. No, 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 no. Nope, nope. We're gonna have to fight for copyrights here. This is crap. Our podcast. No, get on there and look at it. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Nope. Perlo.biz, dude. Nope. 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 How do we? We're gonna have to get some lawyers involved. If you're a lawyer out there and you'd like to represent the Perlo podcast pro bono, please contact us. Oh, I got them. They're from Oregon. Oh, we're gonna get them. Uh, well, got your got your ass. Jeff that, Fisher, that's who's Perlo. listening to us from Oregon. We're, we're in Oregon. I'm going to look up right now. Paul Latin is their corporate headquarters. We're going to get sued to bejesus for all this that we're doing right here. No, no. Do not do not buy construction from the Perlo company. Don't say that. Don't do that. Don't no, do they that. copied us. No, don't. Don't do that real quick. Oregon. Let me look. Let's, Boardman, let's Boardman, Oregon, and Portland have listened to us. Dude, this is a boring podcast they have. Like they're legitimately talking about like market sector shifts. B's not even on anymore. We have a four point nine rating out of five. Did you know he's fifteen he, ratings? Not he just Why left. He left. Huh. Oh, all right. Well, in that case, he didn't say goodbye. Yeah. In that case, have a great evening as we Maybe go get our lawyers. To lawyer up against We're about to lawyer up against the copycat for a low podcast. We have to change our name to the chicken box <laughs> podcast. I'm gonna be sad. I am very frustrated. All right, have a great week. Oh, yeah. Same to you. Take it easy. <laughs>